0: This is episode number 841 with champion surfer, Bethany Hamilton. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Maya Angelou said, you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. And Osho said, don't move the way fear makes you move. Move the way love makes you move. Move the way joy makes you move. I'm super excited about this one. We've got the inspirational Bethany Hamilton in the house And man, is this individual an inspiration. If you don't know who she is, she's a professional surfer, author, and motivational speaker. And at the age of 13, as a rising surf star, she lost her arm to a 14-foot tiger shark, which seemed to end her dream career. However, one month after the attack of losing her arm, she returned to surfing, and within two years, had won her first national surfing title. This is unbelievable, if you guys remember this story when it happened. At 17 years old, she realized her dream of surfing professionally and in 2016 beat a six-time world champion and the top-ranked surfer in the world at a major World Surf League competition. In 2017, she was inducted into the Surfers Hall of Fame, and her film, Bethany Hamilton, Unstoppable, is the untold story of the heart of a champion and her resilience against all odds to become one of the leading professional surfers of our time, and it's out in theaters right now. So make sure you guys check it out. It's so inspiring and moving, so make sure you guys watch this movie. In this interview, we talk about where she finds the courage to tackle bigger and bigger waves, how motherhood has both challenged her and changed her for the better, her accident and how it empowered her rather than hindered her, the lessons she hopes to teach her sons, what she does to stay grounded as a wife, a mother, and a competitive athlete, and so much more. You're going to be moved. You're going to be inspired by this interview. Uh, Bethany is just a, a delight. And I'm so glad I got to sit down with her and connect with her because she brought so much wisdom to this interview. And without further ado, I'm so excited about this. Make sure to share this with your friends. Text someone while you're listening who might find this inspiring and interesting. Just send them the link right to the podcast app that you're listening to. Be a hero and a champion in someone's life today by sending them this message. Without further ado, the inspirational Bethany Hamilton. Welcome, everyone, back to the School of Greatness podcast. We have the inspirational Bethany Hamilton in the house. Good to see you. I've uh, obviously heard about your story when I was in college, I think, uh, when you had your accident, and it was all over the world, the information about you, and people were so inspired when you decided to go back into surfing, which was crazy. And uh, you have a new movie out right now. I watched the trailer for it. I'm going to go to the theater and watch it. But I watched the trailer, and I had the chills because you're on a massive wave coming down, and I'm like, how are you even doing this? I can't yeah. even, I was telling Dale, I was like, I can't even mm-hmm. surf a five-foot wave without feeling like I'm going to suffocate getting out, and you're doing, like, massive waves with one arm. It's it's super inspiring, so. Thank you. Congrats on everything. Just
2: doing what I love to do. Doing what you love <laughs> to do.
0: What's been the biggest lesson for you in the last... Um, Since the accident, which has been, what, 15 years now? Biggest lesson you learned about yourself in the last 15 years?
2: Oh, gosh, you're starting with a hard one. I think a lot of what I've learned in the last 15 years has just been finding community and people to support in a positive direction. I feel like it's been, like, not... I mean, I grew up with an incredible family, but then once I became an adult, it's like, you're still, I'm so attached to my family still yet, but like meeting my husband and like just creating a team of like-minded people to help me achieve what I want to achieve. And yeah, there's just been so much that's happened in the last 15 years. It's mind-boggling entering into motherhood and, Yeah, learning to communicate properly.
0: uh, (laughs) You couldn't couldn't communicate properly before?
2: I would say no. I mean, especially once you enter into a marriage, it's just you're constantly challenged to communicate properly. Mm. And this is a person you love more than anyone, but it's like you get the most comfortable and you can get almost like lazy. And I would say like just finding like healthy communication has been a big one.
0: Wow, what's been the hardest part of marriage for you?
2: I would say communication. I mean, we've had such a beautiful marriage. We're coming up on, shoot, six or seven years now. This month, August. We've had a really beautiful marriage, and, I mean, Adam kind of came into the Bethany world, which is a bit chaotic. (laughs) It's, like, super rad and fun, but, like, he had a time of adjustment, and...
0: It wasn't his life anymore.
2: No, yeah, and, like, just adjusting to, you know, I don't know, we make such an incredible team, and we have so much fun together, and we really, like, we mesh well, but there's just, life's hard, and you're always just growing together, and getting through, and just trusting God, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's been so awesome. Wow. What's and the, then having kids, too, is like a whole nother, like,
0: woo! How long were you married before kids?
2: A year and, like, two months, okay. so.
0: Do you wish you would've had a few more years We together? were
2: aiming for, like, four years. Really? So, when we got pregnant, we were like, oh, wow. It's happening. So that's a part of um, my new documentary. I was mid-filming my documentary, and then I found out I was pregnant. And we were like, should we even do this? Should we keep going? Then we did. So that became part of the story. And, yeah, it's a pretty cool aspect I'm excited to share because I get pretty, like, raw and real. And Mm. I wasn't – I didn't feel ready for motherhood. Really? I wasn't, like, embracing it, which I'm, like, kind of an embracer. So for me to kind of reject this, like, God-given, beautiful gift felt... I look back on it now, and I'm like, that's okay, but I don't, like, agree with that that Bethany now. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, motherhood's amazing. I love my son, <laughs> Tobias, made life that much better. Really? And now we have Wesley, and he's, like, throwing us for a roller coaster, but he's amazing, <laughs> too.
0: So did you feel like you weren't ready for it, or you were...
2: I think I just had... I was at a place where I was like pushing my surfing the best I had ever surfed and just at this place of progression and growing and just kind of rocking it. And then all of a sudden I'm pregnant and I'm like, oh shoot. Like It kind of throws one thing
0: off of the track to focus on another thing.
2: And I was just kind of like, oh, I wanted a few more years with you, hon, like before the baby, but it's been amazing, so...
0: Is there anything, Not looking back. Is there anything in your life you would change differently? Like the years you got pregnant, when you got married, like the accident, would you change it? Would you wish? I wish I had four more years before the accident. Do you wish like, anything differently?
2: No, because I love my life now, and I'm so thankful for where I'm at, and I'm like, gosh, if I changed it. Like there's some things I'd look at like in the younger years of my competitive surfing career with one arm, yeah. And, like 16 years um, old? or Like 16. Well, more like 18 to Uh 21. Uh I just wish I had found, like, the right support and, like, really hunted down people to, like, really Mm. support me. Anyways, like, surfing at that time was just growing to be more, like, professional-esque. Professional-esque? Because surfing has come from more of, like, a cruisy background, whereas now the sport of surfing... There's um, money involved. A part of the World Surfing League is, like legit pro, like you're making good money or it's just very professional now, kind of. It's mm-hmm. just so different. Yeah. But
0: you didn't have the right team.
2: But yeah. then yeah, I just didn't I don't feel like I had the right support then or people to kinda of give me like I was just doing good in competition but not quite where I could have been. Like I think. It, was it
0: more of a coach or is it more of like family support, friend coach, support? Coach. Like you didn't have the right like coach. Coach
2: and just people to like help
0: training bring out the drive in me because I
2: already am like naturally driven but I just but then I took a break from competitive surfing and then that's when I met my husband so it's like why would I change that when I'm like really happy with the man I get to share every day with and the father who is Mm. absolutely incredible and now we're doing all kinds of stuff and I'm still doing contests and yeah, I'm still surfing better than ever. Really? As a mom of two. Now
0: you're surfing better than Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: When you're 24, best shape of your life, whatever. Yeah,
2: better now. Free,
0: no responsibilities.
2: Yeah, maybe it's the maturity hmm. or just... It just goes to show if you work hard, like, I don't know, you can keep going after yeah. you have kids, so... Yeah, wow. it's
0: <laughs> inspiring. So you're surfing better. Do you just feel like a sense of wisdom, like you understand how the ocean works better and you understand which chances to take and you know, you know your body more what's
2: I think it's kind of a combination of everything yeah. especially just kind of hunting down opportunity so I, I look for what i want and then i just like go get it yeah. so it's fun that's cool
0: <laughs> was there ever a time where you really doubted yourself cuz i know i think i saw you were back on the ocean like 4 weeks after the accident is that true or is it?
2: Yeah, four always, weeks later.
0: You're back in the ocean What's stitches. I mean, and-
2: I was in the hospital and I was like, I don't know if I can surf and I don't know what my future looks like. But then I talked with a guy who had lost his leg to a shark and he learned how to surf with one leg. So that was my first hint of inspiration and that was before I left the hospital. So I had already set my mind to try surfing. I didn't know if I could do it, but I was going to try and get out there. And then as soon as I got up on my first wave, it was no turning back. And yeah, I'm thankful because the ocean is so much fun. It's for sure (laughs) the funnest sport in the world.
0: Wow. Did you ever doubt yourself though?
2: Yeah, I mean, just last week I doubted myself. Like you're always like going up and down. In the ocean or? Yeah, I mean, I I was in two contests and I did not succeed in either event. Where, where, where
0: Where was the contest? It was
2: in Southern California. And so, like, there's a sense of, like, ah, oh, like, that is just not feeling good. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: But I was also, like, the conditions were absolutely terrible. Well, one event was okay, but the second event was, like, the waves weren't breaking. It was, like, and I'm, like, a big girl, like, tall, almost six foot. Yeah. So when you're put in, like, really little, little waves, it's hard like, to get not up. not even right? as high as my knee.
0: It's hard to get up, right? <sighs>
2: Yeah, I need a little power behind it.
0: You need a little more momentum, too. I mean, you have to be able to use your arms faster in a smaller wave, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: it's like my favorite waves to surf are waves that, like, I literally cannot even paddle into the wave. You like, just like lean. I position myself and lean into it. <laughs> to yeah. stand up, right? Yeah, exactly. I've
0: surfed like three times in my life at Waikiki Beach or something. Oh, like 15, 20 years ago or something. Yeah. I tried to surf out here one time. I can't remember, like near Carlsbad or something. Okay. And I just was, I could not get up. I think the board was so small. Oh,
2: you need a, I big, need a big board. board like yeah. learning, you got to start on a big nine. And I'm a giant. Yeah, you need a, you need a big board for You need to sure. be stable.
0: I need to like, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's like you need to spend probably a, a year on a big board. Unless you were going like every day. Wow. And then you'd like slowly work your I way down. Like a month
0: or something. When I come to Kauai next, you'll have to... I'll have to come out and watch you, and I'll take the big board next to your little <laughs> tiny board. And
2: yeah, let's s- do d- it. Do the baby waves. You can serve with Tobias.
0: Okay, perfect. A <laughs> <The> four-year-old, yeah. <laughs> He's probably better than me. Is he surfing right now?
2: He's pretty good.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't want to surf with him. I'll find some teacher out there and, like, show me the <laughs> basics. <laughs> that's crazy. So when you're up against a world champion who's next to you in a competition or someone who's top five in the world... What do you think about when you're about to drop in the wave or you're going up against someone like that, when they're able to swim faster and able to maybe do something that you're not sure if you can do right now? What do you think about?
2: Well, it's interesting because the sport of competitive surfing, I literally, it's more about the ocean than my competitor. Like, it's mastering the ocean, it's adjusting to the conditions you have, the waves you have. And like, performing the best you can on the waves you're given. And like with surfing now, too, you end up taking turns. So I mean, there is a, a, a bit of luck. There's a bit of stra- there's a lot of strategy, but it essentially comes down to mastering the ocean, which is like the more daunting aspect, really, because the ocean like, is always death? the ocean is always humbling you and kind of like putting you in your place. So that's more of what I'm thinking about. And of course, like, when you're going up against a world champ, okay, yes, you are, like, okay, I got a tough heat at hand. I really got to master the ocean to, like, the best of my ability because they're a world champ for a reason. So, like, there is thought towards them, but, like, really it comes down to mastering the ocean and, like, succeeding in a short window of time and, like, yeah, doing well, so...
0: How do you, when you're, you see a forty-foot wave? I saw this in the trailer. Forty feet—is that what it was? The wave?
2: I guess so. How, yeah. It's
0: something huge, right? It was big. It's massive. I was Dinarum. like, "Is that even?" You? I didn't even think that was you. I was like, "Is that possible?" <laughs> it was massive. How do you have the courage to go and try something like that? Like bigger and bigger and bigger, knowing that if you crash, like it's gonna keep you under for a while, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well. Do you ever get I...
0: scared of that? I mean, like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have a lifetime of training to prepare for this moment. Mm-hmm. And then I also grew up in a family of chargers, like people that like both my mom and dad surf big waves. My brothers surf big waves. My, especially my middle, um, my one up brother, he charges like crazy slabs. Slabs are like kind of the mutant waves that don't even look like a wave. Freakish waves. <laughs> They're like, like I remember one session, waves. I was like, he's gonna die. Like, I was crying in the car like, I love you like. Wow. If you die, Tsunami like, waves. I yeah. love you <laughs> like that sort of thing. So.
0: Laird Hamilton style, like crazy. Yeah,
2: guy. but even like more mutant, like Laird surfing waves that you can actually like surf. Really. He's like going after these like mutant waves. It's gotta be there's, towed in. There's like a small like number of people that yeah. are into these mutant waves that are just like death death waves, but. So I've grown up in, like, this environment of charging and trying to keep up with my two older brothers and also on an island where there's really great waves and all winter long we're getting huge swells. So as I grew up, I would, like, continually kind of build up in bigger and bigger surf. And mm-hmm. and then I, I was talking to someone the other day. I have a really good breath hold, but I've been training my breath hold since I was, like, seven years yeah. old. My dad would take me to this, like, local lava rock pool and we would go underwater and like try to swim the whole pool length. And then once we made it to the end, we'd try to swim the whole pool length and back. Wow. So it's like kind of this, you take a lot of confidence in your preparation for this day so that when you finally get that chance to surf something crazy and ginormous is what I call it to my three, four-year-old, I say it's ginormous <laughs> out there, then you are ready. Yeah, you're more, you more just ready. Yeah, and then for sure, you want to be mentally like just spry that day, but.
0: What do you do when you're in the situation where it feels like you can't get out? How do you, where does your mind go? Where does your heart
2: go? I've kind of trained myself to stay calm underwater. So, in like certain types of ways where you're not as worried about like dying underwater.
0: The ones where you're worried about dying underwater, what do you think about?
2: No, no, but the waves you're not worried about dying underwater, you practice. So you practice okay, kind of yeah, like yeah. staying calm. You're getting like kind of ragdolled, like a doggy, a ragdoll yeah. and a dog, a doll. And so you practice just like, okay, just relax the body, the muscles, the like just wait it, wait it out. And so then when you get to the really heavy waves, you're like already have that practice of like just letting it, because you can try to like
0: place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at
1: airbnb.com
0: slash host
1: how about captain crunch's crunch berries with breakfast whoa dad we crunch oh, island he's oh, john left foot <laughs> and he stole our crunch quick the zip line He's getting away! Throw our last Crunch Berry! No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Cap'n Crunch!
2: Fight it and come up, and the ocean's just. You either way, you gotta kind of wait. Yeah. Like sometimes, maybe you'll get like two seconds up faster, but like really, you just gotta wait it out until the water like calms. So yeah, you're just. I just kind of take that well,
1: meditate, over
2: into the just like calm down. But sometimes you're like, <laughs> and I don't know if you know much about breath holding, do you? Like, so your ribs start to kind of like convulse. Yeah. So, it's like if your ribs are convulsing, which I have never had a hold down where my ribs started convulsing. So, you know, and I know that I can, like, my one of my longer breath holds is, like, over four minutes.
0: Wow.
2: So, I'm like, Under okay. Pressure. I, Under pressure? No, this was, like, calm. static yeah. calm. So, but I still, like, take confidence in, like, well, I technically could hold it for three, four minutes. But, yeah. like... Granted, it's way different when you're getting ragdolled, but, like, I'm like, okay, I could do a good 45 seconds, you know? Yeah.
0: Wow. What is your greatest fear?
2: Oh, I don't know if I have, like, a greatest fear. Um, I take motherhood pretty seriously, so just... I don't, like, decide off of fear, but I kind of... Just don't want to blow it, you know? Mm.
0: What would blowing it look like?
2: Well, I mean, my husband and I talk a lot about, like, just caring for our relationship first and foremost because I think that um, speaks more louder than anything for our kids. So having us have a healthy relationship and loving him well and making sure we get time together and then just being present and a part of my kids' lives and, like just sharing fun times together, but also, like, I just, I don't know, I just want my boys to be, like, respectful, kind young men. and (laughs) Yeah. Every
0: mom wants that, right?
2: Yeah, but many of our decisions as mothers, like, in how we raise them will hugely affect that. So being that mom that kind of guides them towards those... Which Tobes is, like, he's so amazing. I mean, Wesley's amazing, too, but Tobes has this sense of, like, chivalry already. I'm really? Like, yeah.
0: Do you feel like you taught him that, or is your dad?
2: I think I've father? taught him, him a bit, but I also think he, it naturally comes to him, too. Like, he's very thoughtful towards other other mm. people. And lately I've noticed, like, he held the elevator door for me because I was, like, just taking too long in the elevator. <laughs> I'm not going to say why, but... <laughs> And he, um, I was like, can you please hold the elevator? And then I was like, thank you so much. And I looked at him and he was like, had this like huge smile on his face. Like he just held the elevator door.
0: That's cool. He was so happy. Wow. So
2: we'll see though.
0: What's uh, what's the greatest lesson uh, your mom and dad taught you?
2: Oh, man. I mean, they encouraged me in my faith in God, which has been such like my rock and My place of like refuge and peace, especially when I lost my arm, I just think, Mm. how did I have such peace? I was so at peace with the situation. Really,
0: right afterwards, you were
2: right after. Like it's kind of in the ocean
0: or like in the hospital.
2: Kind of in the ocean and the hospital.
0: In the ocean, like (laughs) I was very
2: calm, and I was even as a thirteen-year-old, I was like praying, like God help me get through this, like in the ocean. In the ocean, like while I'm like dying, you know, (laughs) like. 60% of the blood out, and (laughs) crazy. yeah, and then in the hospital, I was pretty at peace and just like okay with it, and my mom always kind of encouraged me to be thankful for just the fact that I was alive, and so I immediately kind of went into the whole scenario of like life is different now, but I'm thankful I'm alive, like there's so much more to life than the arm, you know, like... (laughs) So I would say my mom taught me a lot about like just my like encouraging me in my faith in God and trusting that God has a greater plan for this and that good will come from this. And I look at it and I'm like, no doubt good has come from like what seems like such an awful thing. So imagine if all of us believe that like, hey, good's going to come from our terrible situation. We might get through our situations with more hope and like direction of that like, something good is gonna come out of this. I don't look back and think, oh, I wish I had my arm and I wish my life was way different. I'm just happy with where I'm at. Yeah,
0: that's inspiring.
2: Thank you. Wow,
0: and what about your dad?
2: And my dad, he's like the super supporter. Mm-hmm. He came to my contest last week. Nice. Like, he's like, I'm not gonna come to the premiere of Unstoppable, but I'm gonna come to the contest the two weeks later. <laughs> he loves being a part of my surfing especially and he's a great grandpa too but and great dad and another thing my mom t- or both of them taught me a sense of adventure which is just so fun i live life looking for like the next adventure yeah. like whether it's going to the park in a few minutes going on some crazy surf trips so they're so adventurous like i'm going to go camping when i get home with my family we're going kayak camping and we're just kind of like, I've kept, in, they've ingrained that adventure spirit in me and my mom's really like on the fly, spur of the moment. Whereas I'm kind of a planner, but then I'm also on the fly, spur of the moment. I'm like, "Hun, let let's do this. Like, let's go to Trampoline World tomorrow, you know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, just go get some energy out. Especially when we're in California, we're just like, where's the adventure? Like, <laughs> drive on 405. Right, that's
0: crazy. <laughs> roller coaster. But then uh, we go
2: home and we're like, okay, back to like outdoors, chill, and
0: chill beach adventure, yeah, and chill
2: adventure, adventure huh. mode. So I love that they t- like gave me that. Hmm. Like we grew up going camping all the time, and just they supported <clears throat> traveling and traveled the world. Once I started getting into competitive surfing, and yeah, they were just amazing parents, really.
0: What's a lesson you wish they would have taught you?
2: ooh maybe finances and like (laughs) (laughs) taxes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i'm also thinking the school systems should teach that too but Mm -hmm. yeah i'm definitely going to make sure my kids graduate high school knowing like a little bit about finances Mm -hmm. taxes like all the essential things did you learn the hard way Kind of, but I kind of just learned to, like, pay people to do it for me. Right, right. So I I haven't had, like, bad scenarios. I just, like, wish they had taught me a little more of that. But then I'm also, like, I should go teach them. (laughs) Not that I have it all figured out, but...
0: (laughs) Your boys are 18 and 23, I guess, 22. What do you wish that you have taught them, that they have now created in the world?
2: Oh, I just hope they're content where they're at. I hope they're patient for a nice girl. Um, maybe, I hope they're like living out their passions. So I hope their job comes in something that really gives them like passion and drive and excitement. Uh, and that they're like gentlemen and that they have a sense of adventure. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be so fun. I can't wait to be a grandma. So I hope Already? Can't
0: nice. <clears throat> <laughs> wait already to be a grandma? Yeah. How old are you now?
2: I'm 29.
0: 29. You want to be a grandmother no, already? No,
2: I don't want to be a grandma already. I just look forward to being a grandma oh, someday. Okay. I think it'll be easier than motherhood. Really? <laughs> but like... It's going to be fun. I get to go, like go take the kids surfing and then like bring them home and be like, "Okay, you put them down for the nap."
0: <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 me the hardest, how hard is motherhood?
2: Oh, it's the hardest thing for sure. I don't have a scale, but it's but it's like the best things in life are often the hardest things. So think of that Weigh that out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the best thing, but it's also the hardest thing. Yeah. Cuz it like just keep you're always kind of on. But they bring so much joy and excitement and adventure and challenge. And I think they make you a better human because yeah. you you're just you now responsible for another little human. And yeah. they see every action that you take and they see every kind of, um, they're watching you all day long. So yeah, there's been times where I like I wasn't dealing with stress well and just maybe my plate was a little overfilled and I could see Tobes, he was kinda worried about me, you know, like but then we got past that and realized, okay, slow things down, like mellow things out a bit, like don't do too much, and it's okay now. But you know, he's like watching everything and soaking it all up. So it kind of challenges me to be thoughtful in everything. Mm.
0: How do you prepare for day-to-day as a, a competitive athlete, as a mom? a wife running a business, traveling the world, how do you stay grounded with it all? I
2: and go surfing.
0: <laughs> that's how you stay grounded?
2: Yeah, I know. There's a lot of things I do, but Because um, it seems okay. like a lot it seems like a
0: lot of energy.
2: Yeah. Right? And there's yeah. a lot of
0: moms out there who have one, two, three, four kids and they've got a career and they've got a lot of things happening. Yeah. And I admire it because it's I don't know if I could do it. So how do you do it and prepare I know, moms
2: for are the ultimate multitaskers. But, yeah, sometimes I'll, you know, I'm on social media and whatnot and I try to be active and commenting back. But, like, I'll see comments like, how do you do it all? Like, you're so amazing. And I'm like, well, I do have a husband and we teamwork everything. He's, like, full-time dad. But I'm also kind of full-time mom. Yeah. Like, we really, like, live together every day and we're very, like, you know, we teamwork everything. So it's like, and plus we have a a team of people that help us as well who are very like-minded and, you know, involved every day. So it's just this ebb and flow of balance, but kind of how I prepare is just, you know, having some moments of quiet, praying, asking God to just guide the day. And I also feel really good when I just get a surfing, get in the ocean, the ocean definitely grounds me and like rejuvenates me. Having quality time with my husband—that's not like work-focused—is really cool. We've been doing um, dance lessons, like we're learning like ballroom dancing, like salsa, um, rumba, waltz, and swing. Wow! So we're kind of tackling those. Yeah. Wow. We have like a private dance instructor. She's amazing, Laura Bocelli. Her dad, I think, is like some film person over here, but okay. Yeah, it's so fun. So just finding things where you can't think about what's going on. Surfing, it makes you present. Like dancing, you're just thinking about moving and, like, learning your next step and enjoying, like, my husband. So, yeah, it's kind of just finding times to have quiet. We always, like, have coffee dates and... Yeah, and getting like some to getting some. some exercise, getting your workout in is really helpful. But that doesn't happen every day. Um, and then travel kind of throws everything off too. So when you're traveling, just trying to find some like moments of just calm. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, kids, like calm down. Like the four year old be like screaming, making all <laughs> kinds of noises. I'm like, no, we need like some peace right now. Like yeah. let's calm this down.
0: <laughs> What's missing for you in your life?
2: Ooh currently there's like we've just kind of come off of like a six-year project of making my documentary unstoppable and so that was like a big undertaking and a lot of like it was a big passion project so we're kind of in a place of like re like directing the future path so like definitely the last six to nine months I had this feeling of what am I reaching for like What am I doing right now? Of course, like, yes, I'm being mom and that's, I'm constantly reaching for that. But like, I've always been a very goal-centric person and always working towards something. And I am like still working on my surfing too, but it just kind of went from like working so hard for like five years to getting the film out. And then it was just like, it felt weird. I was I do not feel comfortable right now with this feeling. And I have a friend who's like integrative health doctor and he was in like him and his wife were in a similar situation too. He just graduated more schooling and he just doesn't have a goal kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of feeling goalless felt really awkward. And I can't say I have a very clear goal now, but yeah, dabbling with some surf contests, mm-hmm. um, competing. I'm still pushing my aerial game, so it's like progressive surfing. Like, like, especially in the sport of women's surfing, we aren't incredibly progressive above the wave surfing. So doing airs and stuff, but mm-hmm. for sure, 10 years from now, like girls are going to be going crazy, and going to and, town. Yeah. So it's going to be really cool. So I've been pushing that aspect of my surfing, and and then I'm working on some like kind of business. I look at it as like business, but I mean, it's a lot of kind of the work you do, like empowering people to live their best life. So we've been working on this Unstoppable Year online course. Of course, right? Sounds cool. Which I feel like young people are in this place of just constant distractions. Like they don't know who they are. They're constantly bombarded with not so positive messages on on all the media's. And I think we're kind of in this weird era of, what are these kids? Like, who's our future leaders? And I don't know, this might sound negative, but I just have a passion for young people and wanting to help them just find their boundaries, but also find their passions, goals, and, like, how to reach them, how to get through life unstoppable, yeah, so to say. Yeah. So... I'm really excited about this course I've been working on. So that's kind of been like a big undertaking too. And we've been working hard on that, like my husband and team and I. So that's kind of the next like big goal. But oh yeah, I didn't even get to the question. You said what's missing, yeah? Yeah, what's missing.
0: Is Is a big goal missing then?
2: Yeah, I mean there's a sense of like my competitive surfing. I would say of all the aspects of my surfing, competitive's more of my weaker side. And with board sports, there's so many angles you can go at it. Like, I've thought of myself as, like, a free surfer the last five years because I've just been going on, like, amazing surf trips.
0: What's the the different types of things you can do in surfing? Free surfing, competitive surfing?
2: Competitive surfing, like, there's hipster surfers, there's, like, big wave surfers, (laughs) there's, like, crazy slab surfers. Like, you know, like, there's all these different kind of genres within the sport. But I've been kind of working towards being the most well-rounded so I'm trying to tackle it all so to wow. say like I kind of tackled it all the last five years or the last lifetime <laughs> <laughs> um so but like competitive I've had like amazing success at the same time but I'm also like feel like there's room for more success yeah. in that area I just I don't know I'm still in this state of not fully goal setted mm. like no goal has fully been set it's just like this feeling of like okay let's figure out what is it that i want like and then maybe head what that do direction you want? i'm still figuring it out like i mean of course i want to be successful in my sport but i'm also like especially in my last two events we were like i just don't want to surf 6 inch waves mm. i want to surf like some decent waves so 6 foot waves yeah 6 foot waves at least but the world surfing league is so incredible right now and i don't know there's there's op- opportunities. The opportunities are unless it's just like zeroing in on what I want and yeah. I just don't have that fully dialed in. I'm yeah. just, I think it's okay to have a time of figuring things out, not having the goal, like take a little break, take a little breather, like just have fun. And I'm still like working on so many things and like have the kids full time, like gotta change the diaper probably in like two hours from now, <laughs> so it's busy.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: But yeah, as far as something missing, I mean I could see more babies down the road. So it's like, like really? I don't feel like the family's complete, which is crazy. When I had our first kid and then our second kid wasn't conceived yet, we were like ready. We were like, okay, second kid. Coming. Already,
0: wow. You want another kid now?
2: Not, not now. <laughs> the little one's like just barely sleeping through the night, so it's like like good of, a little a bit of, of sleep. peace for a A year of hours. sleep first. Like, I thrive on good sleep, and I have not had that for, like, four years. Sure. So let's have a year of good sleep and then go from there.
0: How many years do you think you can be competitive for?
2: Well, have you heard of Kelly Slater? He's, like, 40. Have you heard of him? Of
0: course, yeah. I've actually been messaging. Have you talked to him? We've been messaging back and forth on Instagram. Yeah, he'd be amazing. He, he said he wants to come on the show, but he's not in L.A. for a while, so. Or maybe he is now. I'm not sure. But.
2: He will be a fun conversation. Yeah. That guy's amazing. He's like 40-something, right? Push him 50. He's a
0: machine. He's like, what, 12, 15-time so like, world champion? So it's like, who's to
2: cut off the, like, it's true. pushing your surfing? I mean, I think of him frequently, and I'm like, okay, well, we still got some time. you got
1: time. Is he a good yeah. friend of yours? You know a lot and of And I'm people? like,
2: no, I'm not, like, super tight with him. <laughs> but, like, I mean, we would sit down and chat, you know, but sure. not, like, best friends, you <laughs> know. But, um... I would say like the last five years since podcasts were invented and actually I've had your podcast downloaded. I just haven't listened to it really.
0: You (laughs) listened to one recently. I was like,
2: oh, I want to listen to this. And then I just never really got around to it. But it's been in my like podcast. Oh,
0: that's good. I like it. I
2: know, no, I've really enjoyed like we listened to a bunch of your short ones. I love that you do short ones because some of these guys like they only do an hour and a half or I don't have time for an hour and a half, but if it's really good, I'll like Find a time. Sure. I was super stoked on some of your stuff. It's just like good to hear like encouraging yeah. encouraging um, words.
0: That's right. Let's see what you're trying to do with your course too, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Is so. it is it
0: designed for for younger people, for older people? Is well, I mean kids? I
2: think it? anyone could do it, but I definitely like have a heart for teenagers and yeah. young adults. I think it's just such a time of figuring yourself out, figuring life out. And you know, teaching these, I mean, I don't know if grit can fully be taught, but like teaching them. Isn't some, that interesting? It's, yeah.
0: You know, everyone's talking about grit yeah. and the, the TED Talk and the books and all these things. But it's like, like as an athlete growing up, you either have it or you don't.
2: Yeah. No, no. Like I was talking to someone just recently about how they're like, oh, I got so pounded in the ocean and then I was over it. I was like, I guess when I was little, I would go and get pounded for fun. Like, that was right. what we did. So my grit was, like, I got taught to enjoy being pounded as, like, a 5-, 7-year-old, 8-, You fall in
0: love with the pain <laughs> of your sport or the thing that you're into.
2: The, yeah. The pain
0: of, like, your your passion that you're into. I remember playing basketball, football, baseball growing up, and it was just, like, how much pain could I endure as a kid? It was fun still, but it was, like, okay, it's not enough. I've got to, keep shooting. I keep training. I keep working out. Because I loved it so much and I wanted to be better. Yeah. I think you've got to have that for whatever the thing you want to be doing.
2: Like, I still have the I want to be better. Yeah. So I think that keep continually drives me. And then there's this whole movement now. I think with the internet and, like, phone access, there's a the whole movement of, like, uh, longevity health. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, you can constantly mm-hmm. be educating yourself on all that and, like, doing stuff to, like... I'm, like, really into just natural good health. And so like well I guess I could like keep myself young like a little bit longer and I've like had two kids so I've gotten past that like Mm -hmm. that to me is like if I had another kid it's fine you know (laughs) um I feel like there's still a lot of time yeah but and I'm very motivated that regardless of if I'm like a professional surfer I want to just surf well and like be able to surf really well as long as I can as a grandma
0: there you go (laughs)
2: So there's a lot of, like, kind of, I have, like, grandma goals.
0: (laughs) Grandma goals already. I love it. What was more painful for you, having a baby or having the accident?
2: Oh, for sure, having the baby. It's more painful than the accident? Childbearing, and I did all natural, like, you know, nothing, nothing.
0: Then a shark biting your arm off?
2: Shark bites are so traumatic that your body goes into shock. Haven't you heard that? You can't even
0: feel it. It's just like, uh...
2: Yeah, for sure, child rearing, you're going through hours and hours and hours of like severe, like crazy cramping that is like, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> but
0: so you know more you're more painful having a, a baby yeah. than having your arm bitten off by a shark. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Was there yeah. ever pain afterwards? Like when you were actually allowed your I, mind to calm yeah, down? I'm was like,
2: really thankful. Like I had a little bit of what they call phantom pain. So right now worst, I right? Have phantom feeling. So it's like I can feel my hand down there, no my way. fingers, my wrist, especially. You can feel it? Yeah, I can feel it. Like my nerve.
1: How about Captain Crunch's crunch berries with breakfast? Whoa, dad, What? are on Crunch Island. He's John Lefoot! And he stole our crunch! Quick, the zip line! He's getting away! Throw our last crunch berry! No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Cap'n Crunch.
0: Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently. At capella.edu, Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu/accreditation.
1: Nerve remembrance
2: or whatever, wow. but it doesn't hurt. So I call it phantom feeling because some people, but some people, it's really unfortunate. It's really they painful. have like severe pain. I think it somehow has to do with how the nerves were lacerated
0: or whatever. It's crazy.
2: Okay, we're getting a little too gory here, but um, <laughs> yeah. So. I know some, I've had, like, I've met a lot of amputees and um, people who have been through traumatic injuries, and they have to take drugs to kind of deal with that pain, because it's really, so I'm so thankful, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness, like, everything came clean, but, um, yeah, it's, child-rearing is no joke, but the thing is, as a woman, you know your body can do this. God has created your body to bear children, like, you can do it. So it's like kind of like mentally preparing it to me. Like being an athlete, I've heard athletes can have a hard time because they have a hard time letting go of like, you know, control. But
0: so You're I surrender lo- almost. Yeah,
2: right? you have to just let go. But
0: uh, it's kind of like being in the wave too.
2: Yeah, so I I think I did a good job of letting go because both my braces went really good. Oh, and, that's good. Yeah, the pain is over now. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to forget about it in a year or two and then have another kid. Wow. But yeah, someone have really traumatic births that are so hard, and so I have a lot of compassion. I'm like, finally, and you once you've had a kid, you like understand women so much yeah, more because imagine. it's like, wow. You
0: just anyway. have a level of respect, yeah. For your mom, you're like, I love yes. you. You're amazing. Yeah. Or
2: like the people who have like a ton of kids, you're, you're like, like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. incredible. Like, How do you do that? <laughs> Unless they're just, like, dragging up and, like, they don't feel it. Okay, then, like, like no, well, they're still, like, that's still amazing, <laughs> no, it's too. still but hard, like, yes.
0: <laughs> well, you've got your movie out right now. How long is it out for? It's called Unstoppable, right?
2: Unstoppable, it's out now July, August 1st. Yeah. I think it's one of the last weekends, okay. so. Okay,
0: and then eventually it'll be online, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully yeah, like we don't Netflix
2: know. or Prime, you never know. But
0: people can go to your website to learn more about that and the course. Where can they go to learn more about yeah,
2: it? Yeah, at BethanyHamilton.com, and yeah, the Unstoppable Year is going to be awesome. I hope it, or I believe it's going to be life changing for myself and everyone who does it. When's so it coming out? We're starting this summer, fall, September-ish.
0: Okay, and it'll be on so, your website. They can sign up to learn more.
2: Yeah, about Yeah, just can, head to the website, and you'll get all the information there. Okay, cool. And, yeah, I'm really pumped to just share my life and all the things I've learned along the way with people. And yeah, I've been in this place of kind of inspiring people since I was 13 years old. Uh-huh. And then now I'm kind of stepping into that role of equipping and just really giving more,
0: educating more. Yeah. yeah. What is something about you that most people don't know Ooh. that you're really proud of?
2: Ooh. I don't know. I have a prosthetic arm that helps me play ukulele. No way. Yeah.
0: That's cool. But
2: I broke it, so I got to, like, send it in for repair. (laughs) So right now it's, like, kind of down. And I'm not really good at ukulele, but I can, like, strum a song.
0: Wow, that's cool. I love the ukulele.
2: Me too. And I grew up playing guitar and ukulele, so that felt really hard for me when I lost my arm. That was Mm. one of the harder challenges because I was passionately in love with, like, music making and, like, just love just picking it up and playing a song and like so yeah finally i went and got a prosthetic to just see what it would be like cool. and it was a little awkward like it didn't feel completely natural yeah, but it's g- still really fun like it felt like i definitely had some tears at some point so that's cool that's like a fun little like side project i've had in the last couple of years
0: that's great that's awesome this question is called the three truths so i want you to imagine that you're the great-great-grandmother that you dream of being <laughs> and that you're so excited to be and you've created everything you wanna create in your life. You've accomplished all the dreams, all the big goals you set, you make them happen, you've got the family of your dreams, you've done it all. But you've gotta take everything with you. So whatever you created, your books, your movies, your the things you put out in the world, you've gotta take it with you. So no one has access to your information anymore. All your social media content, yeah. it's all gone now. Yeah. But you get to write down on your last day the three things you know to be true about your life and the lessons that you would leave behind. And this is all people would have to kind of remember you by are these, these lessons. What would you say are your three truths?
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh... Is it the things I want
0: do you want or people to it? like there's like you know always be honest here's a lesson here's the yeah. truth like I'll always give your best or
2: okay, one of the first things that came to mind was like faithfulness um, be
0: faithful in what
2: Just to the people in my life and to God um, and then my second, oh gosh, this is deep. I feel like I need to put like some months of thought into this.
0: You can come back in the future and let me know, but for okay. what's on the top of your mind? You know, three things you'd want to leave behind, yeah.
2: Maybe can it bring surfing with?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think just having a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Well, these are the things that I kind of cherish. I don't know. I don't really care, like, what people, like, remember me as. I always get that question. I'm just like, whatever, like, whatever, like, empowers them, you know?
0: Um, What would you want them to, lesson would you want them to know?
2: Oh, I think that we can be unstoppable Mm -hmm. um, no matter what the challenges that come our way. And I mean, I always think of like, wow, well, I mean, I've faced an immense amount of challenge, but some people have faced a lot more and a lot more pain. And I really take that to heart and know that like maybe I don't fully understand all the pains of the world. But Mm -hmm. I just believe that like. In my own life, my passions have driven me to overcome, and that's my faith in God and surfing and now my family. And these are the things that continually push me forward. So I hope that people can find their passion to yeah. overcome their challenges. And
0: Give me one more. Yeah, that was, I saw, the first one was be faithful. Okay. Second one I, I heard was be unstoppable.
2: Okay. So that kind of like goes in the unstoppable category. Uh-huh. Third one. Just enjoy the moment and, like, get some adventure in you.
0: Mm, okay. So what I'm hearing is be present and adventure. I like it. Yoo-hoo. Those are good. <laughs> I feel like those are what you've been representing for a long time. Cool. Adventure, like, you have to be present when you're on the waves. Yeah, it's funny, yourself. like, I've
2: noticed with, like, social media, <laughs> I, like, try to do something funny, and people will, will comment, like, on the funny thing. They'll comment, you're so inspirational. <laughs> you're like,
1: hey,
2: I'm trying to be funny here,
0: like, not inspirational.
2: <laughs> That's good. So it's just funny how it's, like, you can't really change people's perceptions of you, even if, I mean. No matter what you do. Part of making my film unstoppable was actually to, like, be like, hey, like, I'm way more than just, like, the shark attack survivor girl, mm-hmm. like, the shark bite girl. Because I'll be called, like, weird stuff like that. I'm like, hey, like, look at my surfing, or right. now I'm mom. Like, either way, I'm just Bethany, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to acknowledge you, Bethany, for your inspiration because you have done so much for so many people, especially young girls who I think look up to you. You continue to be yourself. You continue to bring a lot of joy, and you're just grateful for your life. And I think that is a powerful message that everyone can have no matter what adversity, challenge, uh, comes our way, like continuing to pursue the passion that you have is inspiring a lot of people. So I acknowledge you for your your childlike joy. You just have like <laughs> a pure joy about you and it's it's really cool to connect and meet you. So Thank
2: I you, acknowledge Liz. that of
0: course it's yeah. Fun
2: chatting. It's
0: fun chatting. I have a final question for you and that's what's your um, definition of greatness.
2: I think just kind of loving loving or making the most of what you've got and just like loving life and enjoying
0: it (laughs) amazing bethany thank you very much appreciate it thank you you rock there you have it my friend if you thought this was inspiring as much as i found it inspiring to sit down with bethany then make sure to share this with one friend today be a hero in one friend's life just shoot them a text put this in a whatsapp group message i don't care how you get it to your friend Send them a Facebook Messenger link, whatever it is, send this to one friend who might be facing some challenges in their life, who might be facing a setback, that this could help inspire that friend, overcome it, and achieve great things in their life as well. Send it to one person, lewishouse.com slash 841. Or you can take the link right from the Apple Podcast app where you're listening to or on Spotify and share it with your friend that way. Make sure to tag me on Instagram, at Lewis and tag Bethany Hamilton. She would love to learn more about what you thought about this, so share it out there. I'll be resharing these stories over on Instagram as well when you post, so just make sure to tag me and Bethany Hamilton. And please leave a review. If this is your first time here, subscribe to the podcast. We do this three times a week where we bring you some of the most incredible minds in the world, all for free, over on Apple Podcasts. So go subscribe there. And please leave a rating and review. I don't care if you leave a one star or five star. I don't care what you say. On the review, I just want to hear from you. I want to hear how we can make it better, how this has improved your life, how it's impacted you in any way, shape, or form. So please leave a review and let me know. We would love to hear from you. We want to share this with our audience. We want to share it with our internal team. And every time you leave a review or rating, it helps create more awareness of the School of Greatness podcast as well. Again Maya Angelou said you may not control all the events that happen to you but you can decide not to be reduced by them. I want you to remember this. There are events that are going to happen in your life that you are unable to control them happening but you can control the way you react and you don't need to be reduced to those events. You can rise above them. This is key for all of us, it's so important to know that you can rise above any challenge in your life. You are not dictated by those events in your life. As we bring it back to the beginning, Osho said, don't move the way fear makes you move. Move the way love makes you move. Move the way joy makes you move. I hope you feel joyful, loved, and full of light today. I love you so very much, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.
1: About Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast. Whoa, Dad, we Crunch Island. He's <gasps> Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our Crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No. <laughs> no one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch venture with Captain Crunch.